Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks Thanks be to to God, who gives us victory, the victory, the victory, through our Lord Jesus Christ. And welcome back to the Living Victory Podcast. My name is Christian Conway. As always, joined by my two main men, Jonathan Krauss and Max Keen. So, how are you guys doing this week? Man, I've never been this tired in my entire life. Actually, that's not true. But I have not been this tired in a long time. Um, yeah, I just finished a long two weeks of training um, for my new position as RA at school. And last night, or well, yesterday was the longest day since it started. And yeah, it's been quite exhausting. It, it's been good for sure. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I've been able to do it. But man, it just takes a toll by the end of it. When Max says that he's never been this tired in his entire life, that's saying something. Because Max is one of those people that every time you're around him just has that like tired glaze on his face. And even if he's doing something exciting, he, he just always has a little bit of tired in him. So the fact that he's never been this tired in his entire life, I, I'm, I'm excited to see how this podcast goes today because it might go off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I, I said I'm just kidding. But it's been a while since I've been this tired. And yes, I, I am one of those people who's like always, who always could take a nap. honestly i'm kind of in the same boat as max sorry if i talk uh quietly everybody i'm in my new place at college park which is yay jonathan's all set up now um but the thing is the sound so so i live in in a house now i used to live in a basement um with three other people and now i live in a house with five other people and the way that the house is laid out is like everything's really nice like we have more space um my room's slightly bigger i have a smaller bed now so it feels like i have tons of space in my room um but the problem is there's only one bad thing about the house is the soundproofing in the rooms is dog garbage i mean it's the worst i can literally on the other corner floor of the house i can hear a conversation at normal talking volume level it's like literally the worst soundproofed house I think I've ever been in. Like my my roommate works from home and he works right below my room. And I kid you not, he like plays memes on his phone sometimes when he's at work or working. And I can literally hear every meme that he plays on his phone. And it's not even that loud. It's like, I could be sleeping and hear it. Um, so that's kind of a rough thing. And then all my roommates are like sleeping right now because they were out late last night. So. Sorry, if I talk quietly, that was a big spiel for that apology. But um, no, things have been good. This week has been absolutely nuts getting ready for school. Tons of events going on, tons of things. There's like multiple back to school parties this weekend that I'm supposed to be going to where people are just trying to get their last hurrahs in before the summer ends on Monday. Um, I still kind of recovering from, I went to Ocean City last weekend and when you're at Ocean City, like we played like Texas, for some reason, the guys that I went with loved to play Texas Hold'em poker. So we played that to like 3 a.m. every night when we were in Ocean City and then we were getting up at like 9, 10 a.m. to go to the beach. So it was not a sustainable schedule. 
and I'm still literally still recovering to that. I, I was trying to wake up today and just couldn't wake up. So it's been wild, but we're here. We're at the podcast. We're ready to do it. My webcam's finally on. Christian and Max can see me. That's been forever because I haven't had my webcam in like three months. So it's crazy, but we are excited to get into this podcast. Yeah, so as you guys can tell by the title of this episode, today we're going to be talking about Shine Your Light. And it's something that dawned on us that at the end of every episode, we close out by telling you guys to love each other and shine your light. And we've had an episode on love and why we should love each other and, and the love that Christ showed for us. But we have not yet had an episode on why we should shine our light or what it even means to shine our light. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about. Today, we're going to dive into scripture. We're going to look at shine your light and why we say it and what it truly means to shine your light. So for, I guess for starters, the best place to start is in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, because this verse is actually the, the verse that inspired shine your light in our outro. When I was thinking of ways to close out the podcast and, you know, every every podcaster has something that they that they end with. And a lot of YouTubers do, too. They have a, a signature phrase or something that they say at the end. So as I was I was building the signature phrase, I was like, what can we put in there that is it's a good representation of how we as Christians are called to live, but it's not super long or super, super complicated. And one verse that came to my mind was Matthew 5, 16, and it says this is Jesus talking. He says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. So this verse is Jesus giving a command to the disciples and he tells them to let their light shine before others. And then he goes on to explain what that means. He says that the reason we want to let our light shine before others is that they may see our good works and give glory to our father who's in heaven. So this, this analogy of light is something that's used throughout scripture. It's light versus darkness. And usually if somebody's walking in the darkness or if somebody is living in the darkness, that means that they're living apart from God and apart from his light because God is described as a light. And so if we're living in, in Christ and in the way that God calls us to live, living in accordance with his commandments, that is living in the light. So Jesus is commanding us not only to live in the light, but to let that light shine before other people so that they can see the things that we're doing, they can see the life that we're living, and then give glory to God. Now, this verse often gets misunderstood because people think, okay, if they want to see my good works, then that means that it's me that should be getting the praise. That, that if they're like, oh, you know, Christian Christian shines his light, he, he does good things, and they notice that, then they should be looking at me, and they should be they should be noticing my works for the purpose of me. But this verse actually says the opposite. It says that we should allow them to see the good things we're doing, so that they can give glory to God because God empowers us to do every good and perfect thing in this world. He, he empowers us. He, it, the, the Bible tells us that he created us before the foundations of the world. And actually in Ephesians 2.10, it tells us that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So this is telling us that the good works that we do, it's not a testament to how good of a person I am or how, how great I am. It's a testament to, to God working through me that when I do good works, it's a testament to the fact that God created these good works for me to walk in them. He created them for me and he created me to walk in them. So when we do good things, when we live according to the commands of God, we are allowing our light to shine in a world of darkness. And in this world where people are surrounded by so much darkness, when we live a life for God, we're able to shine our lights. And when we shine our lights, it's able to 
point other people to God and to the work that he's done through us. And I know it can be tough to wrestle with the fact that, you know, it's shine your light for God's glory. Um, it kind of seems like they're going against each other because Jesus is saying, shine your light, but don't let it be about you. So, so where's the balance in that? What, what does that look like? Well, God created each of us with very unique and specific gifts that we can use. Um, and he's blessed us all in so many unique ways. And, you know, us shining our light is using what God has given us to point it back to him. You know, we can take something that God has given us and we can completely use it for a way that it was not intended to be used. We can use it for our personal gain, for whatever we want. Um, so for instance, me growing up, I did, I want to say like 10-ish years of drums. Um, and I'd say I'm an okay drummer, uh, but it. what is the goal of using something like that? If God has blessed me with um, the gift of being able to keep a beat and play drums, you know, what, what do I use that for? Um, and I, I've always been a little bit of a shy person when it comes to performing like that. Um, cause I don't, I don't consider myself very good. I know a lot of people younger than me who are better than me, but, um, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that I'm not still you know, blessed to be able to play the drums. And so we all have different gifts and we've all been able to do different things and we all can find joy in different things too. You know, some people may be like, oh, music, that's that's not my thing. I, I don't want to do that. But sports, that that hits home for me. And so whatever that thing that you find joy in, that God has blessed you with, that you can, that you can shine your light in, whatever it is, you have the option to be like, hey, yeah, that, that was me. I'm I'm so good at this. I can do it, you know, I can do it pretty well. Or you can be like, you know, yeah, I, I can do it, but I can't do it apart from Christ because he's the one who blessed me with this gift. He's the one who, um, who I want to glorify in using this gift. And so going back to the drums, um, for a while I just took, a good break from drums. Not that I didn't like to play, but it just sort of, it just sort of wasn't part of my life anymore. Um, to where I, yeah, I probably hadn't touched a drum set in maybe like two years. Um, and then the pastor of the church I'm going to, uh, while I'm at school, he's like, Hey, so do you play any, any instruments? I'm like, well, I, I used to play drums and he's like, great, we'll get you on the team. And so I just got thrown right back into it. Um, but being able to be a part of the worship team um, at church has been a blessing because I feel like I'm using my gift not to glorify me, but to glorify God. And so I want to encourage you guys to whatever gifts you've been giving, given, whatever blessings you have, you know, give it back to God. And we talked a little bit about this um, recently. I forget what the episode is called, but uh, when we were talking about um what was it? it was like how to use our resources wisely. 
or something along those lines. Um, and we talked about how to how to use what God has given us um, for His glory. And so I definitely recommend checking that up that episode out too, um, because I think that covers a lot as well that can pair along with this episode. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, we've all been um, we've all been given different talents, different um, things that we find joy in that that aren't the same for others. And so um, I want to I want to encourage you to find what's unique about you, but point it back to Christ. Yes, so I actually really, really love what Max just brought up and talked about because I didn't even think we were going to go in this direction with this topic at all. But I love that he brought up the fact that when you say shine your light, it makes it seem like something that's yours, right? And in, and in a way it is. But at the same time, that light is Christ in you. It really has nothing to do with you other than the fact that it's, you know, in you. It's there. Um, and that's like, we, I, we've done podcasts on pride and stuff like that. And we've talked about how easy it is for selfishness and pride to like worm their way into your life. And even when it comes to the things of God, like pride is always knocking at the door. And when Max started talking about music, like that just really resonated with me because um, I like Max, I grew up playing music and there, I came to a point in my life where I felt like, all right, what's the point of me playing music? Do I enjoy playing music? Or am I playing it so that other people will know that I am, in quotes, decent at music? Um, and it became like a really struggle for me because I felt like I was showing off every time that I would play music in front of others. And eventually got to the point where, like Max, I got asked to be on like the teen worship team at church. And then eventually I got asked to be on the full-time worship team at church. Um, and then every time I would go up and play, I'd be like so nervous that I would mess up and I'd be so worried about the congregation and what people would think about my playing and all of that. The, like the fact that I was up there worshiping God, playing with other people who love God just as I, just as much as I do. And they're up there to be a team and to lead people in worship like that hardly ever crossed my mind. And then that started to be like a, a large conviction for me because my mindset was in such a wrong place. Um, and I know like whenever you play on, in front of people, it's always natural to, to want to play well and, and to not mess up and stuff like that. But I felt like my my whole focus was in the wrong area. Um, and in a way, I wasn't shining God's light. I was trying to shine my worldly light, if that makes sense. But so I love that Max brought that up because it's a really interesting thing that we have to think about when we're using our gifts and our talents for God is like, all right, am I doing this so that other people will notice my gifts and talents? Or am I doing this simply because God has given me these amazing gifts and talents and I want to give everything back to him. And that's just a really difficult concept that we have to deal with. Um, uh, So moving back into the shining your light though, one of the reasons that we say it, uh, especially at the end of the podcast is because we want to remind people all the time. I mean, we know that it's part of our living victory podcast, like vibe that we try to put on here and everything. But at the same time, we're trying to remind people that you have a light. If you have Christ in you, you a hundred percent have it. Jesus says in John eight twelve, if you follow me, then you will not walk in darkness, but you will walk in the light. And Jesus said this himself. So we know that if we are walking in, 
next to Jesus. We are walking in step in the will that he has for us. But then we 100% have his light in us, especially if we're born again Christians and we've accepted the salvation that Jesus has given us based on the cross. And because of that, Jesus talked about, and then Christian brought this up earlier in Matthew 5.16, but Matthew 5.16 is, is actually like a little bit of a, um, there's a passage there associated with that. So I'm actually going to read that for you guys. So I'm going to start in um, verse 13 of chapter 5, Matthew. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. So what is this talking about? Well, it's pretty clear. If you have a light in your house, you don't put a box over your light. You don't put your light underneath your bed because if you do that, then not only can you not see it, but other people can't see it either. And what happens when you're walking in darkness? Well, you trip on the couch, you trip on the dog, you trip on the bed, you knock over anything else that's in your house and it becomes a mess for you and for other people. And so Jesus is clear here as the salt and light that we Christians are often referred to in scripture, we are supposed to shine brightly as a city on a hill, right? We are shining not only for God with our light, but we're shining for other people. Your life, your testimony, who you are as a person is honestly a witness towards God's glory and what he's done in your life. And I can't tell you how many times I've talked with, with pastors and evangelists and people like that who have told me, Jonathan, you don't have to share the gospel with somebody to share the gospel with somebody. Your life is the gospel. You living out what Christ has for you will make people notice that there's something different about you, that you're shining a light in the darkness. And that's an amazing thing. I mean, it could be as simple as, so I was, I was one of my mentors um, who I, uh, I really enjoy talking with him because I think he's a, like an absolute genius when it comes to things of the Bible. Like the, the deepness of that man's mind is, in my opinion, just revolutionary or not even revolution, revelationary, I guess you could say. Like, there's nothing that it can't be other than God. Like, that guy has incredible um, knowledge about the Bible. And I was talking with him, and he shared uh, a story with me that, and it was a really insignificant story. He was out uh, on a date with his wife, and they were eating dinner. And there was a man sitting across from him in a different booth, and he was eating all alone. And apparently he had this, like, I'm eating all alone kind of, atmosphere about him and so all my mentor did was crack a joke about the fact that if the guy wasn't going to eat his food that he would be more than happy to finish off the guy's food for him like the most simple joke in the world but literally just started the conversation and made the guy smile like he, he clearly made his day and brightened his day and that was it that was the entire interaction and then the date ended and they left they parted their separate ways and they never talked again and i was like okay like my mentor, like what the heck is important about this story? You made a comment about this dude's food and then left. Like there's, there's, you didn't share the gospel with him. You didn't tell him about Jesus, anything like that. And he said, no, but that guy will remember the fact that I took time out of my day to invest time into him in whatever regard that meant, whether it was a silly joke, an encouragement, something like that, your small interactions in life to share your light 
are so impactful, whether you know it or not. And like, I feel the same thing when I'm out here with my roommates and stuff. Like I can be a shining light to them every day with just my life. I don't have to pull out the Bible and share scripture. Not that that's a bad thing. You should never not pull out your Bible and share scripture with people. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying you don't have to do that to shine your light. And so we want to just remind people that you have the light of Christ in you. If you are a born again Christian, don't hide that. Put that out on a hill. The city on a hill does not hide its its lights. It's beautiful. It's shining on the hill. And there will people that will try to attack your city, but it's still going to shine brightly on that hill. So we're just, it's one thing that we say because we really want to remind you guys of that. And the the analogy of light has always stuck with me. And one of the reasons that it stuck with me is because when you think of light and darkness, darkness in and of itself isn't really anything except the absence of light. Darkness isn't a thing. You don't buy a darkness lamp. You cannot create darkness. The only way you can create darkness is by taking light out of a situation. So we as Christians, like Jonathan said, we have that light inside of us because of the work, the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the work that he's done on our behalf. So if we have that light inside of us, then there's no excuse for us to go around and to allow people in our lives to live in darkness. Because the only way that we can the only way that we can we can stop our light from shining is if we put it away, if we block it, if we intentionally, you know, cover it up so that nobody can see it. Because in in John chapter 1 verse 5, it's talking about Jesus. It's talking about Jesus coming into the world and how he is the light of the Lord. And it says, the light shines in the darkness. The darkness has not overcome it. And in other translations, it even says the darkness cannot or can never extinguish it. So the light inside of us cannot be defeated by the darkness. In the same way, God cannot be defeated by the things of this world. The only way that that we can allow darkness to exist around us is if we intentionally put our light away, intentionally stop shining our light and intentionally take that lamp off of the shelf and put it under the bed. But it's no use. If we do that, light is no use. What's the point of having light if you're not going to use it in the way that it was intended to be used? So we as Christians, we have all the power in the world. We are literally empowered by the Holy Spirit. We are empowered by God himself to go into this world and to shine our light, to live as representatives of God. We are empowered to go out and to defeat the things of this world with the light that's inside of us. And there's an amazing promise that Jesus gives us in John chapter 16. He, he says, in me, this is John chapter 16, verse 33. And actually, I'll start a little bit before that because it, it's, it's all part of a bigger passage. So Jesus says in John chapter 16, starting in verse 32, Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home. You will leave me alone. So he's saying, he's saying, he's setting the context that you guys are all going to go back to your houses. And then he's giving them this, this encouragement to follow. He says, yet I am not alone for the father is with me. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You'll have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So this, this was actually one of our memory verses, John 16, for, um, I, I think it was the last episode or actually it was the episode before that. It was our memory verse for the episode before that. But Jesus, he's telling us in this that when we go home, we're not alone because God is, he's with us. God's spirit is inside of us. And because of that, 
we can have we can have boldness and courage because we know that Jesus who lives inside of us has already overcome this world. There's nothing in this world that can stand a chance against Jesus. And so if we allow the light of Christ inside of us to shine, if we allow the light of Christ to come forth out of our life and for the people around us to see that, then there's nothing nothing greater that we can do. But the only way that we can do that is if we make sure we're not blocking that light or we make sure we're not intentionally putting that light away. So that's what I would ask you today. Is there a way in which you are taking the light of Christ and hiding it or blocking it or worse yet, extinguishing it? Is there something in your life that you're doing that takes that light of Christ from inside of you, takes those good works that you do to represent Christ, takes the gospel message that you share with others and hides it because you're embarrassed or because you're ashamed? Is there something in your life that takes the message of Christ and hides it so that nobody around knows that you're a Christian? Because like Jonathan said, God made each and every one of us unique. God has given each and every one of us unique skills and talents that we can use for his body. I love the way that 1 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about the body of Christ because it talks about all the gifts that God has given us, spiritual gifts in this context, and different ways that we can use them. And, and Paul, he says to the Corinthians, he's like, don't expect to be exactly like your neighbor because just like a body has many parts, just like you have a head and you have arms and you have legs and they all do different things, that doesn't make any, any of them less a part of the body. Just because they have different gifts or different functions doesn't mean that they're any less important. In the same way, if you see other people in the church and you're like, oh, that person can sing beautifully and that person can play an instrument and that person's so athletic, I don't have any of those gifts. How can God possibly use somebody like me? Well, the Bible tells us that God has created each and every one of us specifically for the purpose that He's create, that he has given us. And in Psalm 139, it actually says, this is David, he's singing in a, in a song and he says, I will praise you because I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. And before that, he says, it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. So David's saying that God intentionally takes the time to knit each one of us together in our mother's womb. He creates us intentionally and specifically for how he wants us to be. And the gifts that he's given you are not on accident. The gifts that God has given you serve a purpose and they serve the purpose of allowing you to serve God's body in the way that he wants you to. And in, in the 1 Corinthians 12, the body passage that I was just talking about, Paul talks about different parts of the body thinking that they don't belong. He's like, what, would a, what good would a foot, a foot be if it tried to be a hand instead? Or what good would a hand be if it tried to be the head? He says that, that if, if somebody recognizes their gifts, but then tries to go into a different gifting, a different area where somebody else is just because they're jealous or just because they feel left out, then they're taking the gifts that God has given them and they're, they're smushing them. They're, they're taking them away and taking them out of the picture. The best thing we can do to shine our lights is to recognize the gifts that God has given us and then to use those to his glory, to use those as effectively as possible to serve the body of Christ and to serve the greater world around us so that they can see our good works and give glory to our Father who's in heaven. So now that we've sort of established everything like, hey, we need to be lights. We, you know, this is what being a light is. Um, now I want to sort of shift to, okay, who do I be a light to? How do I be a light? Um, you know, whether you guys believe it or not, you can be an influence to anyone. Um, going back to the story that Jonathan told about his mentor, like he didn't even know the guy who he was talking to. And was able to be a light to him. 
And so no matter, you know, how much of a light you think you can have, um, God can use it for anything. Some of you may be in leadership positions. Um, you may be, for instance, like me, I'm the oldest in my family. And so I have a lot of younger siblings who sort of see me and some of them look up to me, but some of them don't <laughs> um, because of my actions, because of the light that I've shown, you know. I've been able to do some good things and I've been able to do some bad things and some remember those good things. Some try to hold those bad things against me, but whatever it is, um, it's, it's like you're going to have an influence around someone, you know, whether you believe it or not, you're going to have an influence on someone. And so you may think, Oh, I'm some young teenager. or I'm a young college student or, um, I'm an older person living alone uh, without anyone around me. But um, but guys, I just want to say that you can be like to anyone. Sometimes you have to be more intentional um, about the people who you're like to. But God can still use your life for whatever. And something that I've, I've been thinking about as we've been talking is, you know, what is our goal as a Christian? I think more than anything, it's to be a light. If if we weren't called to be lights, I don't know what the purpose of Christians continuing to be on earth is. You know, God could have just taken us up to heaven as soon as we get saved. But he has us on earth, and I think to shine our lights. You know, when God, or when Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave them the great commission telling them to go and share the gospel with all nations. And so God is calling us to make disciples of all nations. He's calling us to be an influence to those around us. Um, and so it's such a great and important thing that we don't hide our light. We need to be a light. You know, it's that's the life of a Christian is to be a light. Because like I said earlier, I don't know what the point of being a Christian is on earth other than to shine your light. I think that's the most important thing that we could ever do because we want to see people come to Christ. So that's sort of my processing of why it's so important for us to shine a light. It's because, well, Jesus commands us to do it. Like, And when he says that, he says, all authority has been given unto him on heaven and on earth. And so because of that, he's telling us to go. You know, Jesus is right there with us. He's sending us out because he has authority over all things. We know that how great of a charge that is for us to go and shine our light. You know, this is sort of a side note. My favorite song like of all time is called Shine by the Newsboys. It's such a bop. Um, but that's just, that's always been... Uh, <laughs> Jonathan's giving me a weird face. He doesn't like that song, but um, but I, I've always loved that song. Right? I've loved the idea of how the gospel and us shining our light. You know, if we share the gospel with people, it can radically change people's lives. And as somebody who has the gospel, our lives are radically changed. Uh, and so, it's so important to us that we let that side shine. Some people say, like, oh, the church needs to be 
more worldly so that we can be more welcoming welcoming and open to the people around us. I I don't think that's a great um, a great tactic at all because we have a greater light than the world has. We are not trying to be like the world. We're trying to be something new and something different because of Christ. We're not trying to fit in with the world because if we do that, then we're not shining our light. We need to be different. We need to be set apart for the sake of Christ, for the sake of shining our light. So as we close today's episode, I want to leave you guys with that encouragement. I want to leave you guys with the encouragement that we were put in this world so that we can live for Christ, so that we can let our lights shine for Christ. And so as you go out, when when you hear us say, love each other and shine your light, that's not just a, a nice phrase from scripture that has some good connotations. That That's a call from Jesus to go out to this world and to live as a representative of him. One analogy that I really love, of, it's the, it matches this whole light thing, but it reminds us that we are not the ones who produce the light. We're simply the ones who can let it shine. Just think of the sun and the moon. The moon shines bright. The moon, every night, the moon gives us light and it helps us to see at night and it gives light into this darkness. But the moon by itself doesn't produce any light. The only reason the moon looks bright is because it reflects the light of the sun. So in the same way, we are not the ones producing the light. When we shine our light, it's not showing other people how good I am or or looking at, at how amazing you know I've been and all these good things that I'm doing. It's not that at all. What it is, is we're taking the glory of God and we're allowing that to reflect in our lives and to show other people God's glory through our works. So our light shining is not a light that we produce, but it's a light that God produces that reflects out of our lives into the lives of others. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Shine your light is a call from Christ to go out and to live boldly for him in this world. Two episodes ago, we talked about the cost of following Jesus, that it is it is not an easy thing to follow Christ. He requires a lot of us, but it's so worth it in the end. And shining your light is one of the great benefits that you get when you follow Christ. You have the opportunity to go out and to live on behalf of the God who created this world. You get to go out and live on behalf of Jesus Christ who offers salvation to us through his life, death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus Christ offers that to us and we have the ability to go out and to represent him in our love for others and to represent him in the way, the words that we speak to others. So as you guys have probably guessed at this point, our memory verse for the week is going to be Matthew 5, 16, which once again says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Now, if you wanna, if you wanna go one step above that, if you want to understand the context of that verse, like Jonathan was saying earlier, it's an entire passage. It's this one verse taken out of context. It loses a lot of its richness if you just take this verse. So if you want to, if you want to make sure that you get all of it, you can go back to verse 15. You can even go all the way back to verse 13 and memorize that passage so you can remember the context behind this verse. But regardless, this verse is our, our verse for the week because it tells us directly to let our light shine so that people can see our good works and give glory to God. So, Thank you guys for listening to this episode. As always, if you guys have any questions or any comments, anything at all, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at Christian, Jonathan, or Max at livingvictorypodcast.com. You can also email us all three at once by hitting our general email, which is questions at livingvictorypodcast.com. You can reach us on Facebook or Instagram at livingvictorypodcast. 
Um, and we we just finished, as you guys know, the evangelism trip a couple weeks ago. That was so rewarding, so amazing to see some young people get trained in sharing the gospel and and truly letting their lights shine, not only in the way that they live, but also in their ability to articulate the gospel and to talk to people around them. So if you guys have any questions about that or, or want to learn more about that, we'd love to give you some more information on that. So please reach out to us. Uh, we love anytime you guys reach out to us and talk to us. And if you guys want to know how you can help us grow the show, if you guys want to know how you can be a part of growing the Living Victory podcast, there's a few things that you can do. The first thing and the easiest thing is to just share this episode with somebody who needs it or share any of our episodes with somebody who needs it. At, th- at this point, we've created, I think this is our 72nd episode that we've recorded, which means that there's 72 different topics out there that somebody in your life might need to hear a gospel-centered perspective on. So if you share our episodes, it, it helps our name get out there and it helps people get more eyes and ears on the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can also leave us a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. You can also give us a donation at livingvictorypodcast.com slash donate. It'll have a PayPal link that if you feel called to give us money to help help us further this message of the gospel, then that's where you can give. But of course, there's no obligation to do that because we do this for the love of you guys. We do this for the love of God. And we do this because we know that there is so much, there's so much darkness in this world. And if we can do just a little thing each week to shine our lights and to shine the light of Christ to those around us, then we'd love to do it. So that's why we do this podcast. We do this podcast to share the gospel of, of, of Christ. And ultimately, like it says in Matthew 5, 16, to allow others to glorify God who's in heaven. So we do this podcast for the glory of God. And we hope that it's, it's being accomplished. We hope that you guys are encouraged. And we thank you guys for coming back every single week. We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. And as always, love each other and shine your light.